Happy New Year. Oh, that's another year. Yeah, it seems like it's haven't it's been a lot longer than a year. But at least it feels like it's been a lot longer than a year since our last episode. The last year has felt like much, much longer than a year. Well, we finally got the issue with our reg, like why we weren't able to record. We had this really yeah. weird, weird virus in our computer that was only attacking the sound card. And when we ran um, to try to find it, we couldn't find it. So it took some Googling and figuring out, oh, yeah, there is. So we had to download another antivirus to get it out. And it took a while because all it would do is mute the microphone. So you're sitting here recording and your microphone's muted. And I've had I've had this stuff like now this is the first computer I've ever had where I've had you know I've had a microphone because I've never recorded anything uh, on my computer before but I have had so many different computers in the past where it's been one weird virus after another that I did exactly what you did I just downloaded uh, sheep uh, virus software program and all of a sudden okay found it now just clean it up good. <laughs> We couldn't find it. That's what's, uh, you know what? It was the men in black. That's why we got this really weird virus that only affected the microphone. That's what it is. We're going to blame the men in black. They don't like us talking yes. about UFOs, which we will be talking about today because I jumped in a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, I came up with a whole bunch of stories for this week, and then you started telling me about this. I was like, oh, no, I think I know where the direction's going this time. <laughs> and I was horrible because it only took me like two hours, and I dove in. I'm like, oh, because I went from here to here to here to here to here to here, and I ended up in Wright Pat, and then I ended up in the Pentagon. And-, and I don't even think I was out the door from work by the time you got to this point. <laughs> Well, I get off like an hour before you. Yeah, but that means in less than an hour's time. I heard it about five. <laughs> and I start diving and I'm looking and I'm like, oh. But yeah, I got this book. And like I said, I don't remember where I got it, but I think I do. But it's in a first edition from 1960. And what now what date exactly are the sightings that are in this book? It's They were observed February 24th, 1959 by the American United Airlines pilots. Okay, and this is just, this is basically just sightings while in the air, or this is just sightings in general? I don't remember. A lot of them were in, in the air. I know some of the other ones I was uh, looking on, um, a couple airplanes were at the same time, saw the same thing at the exact same time. And if it's in the same area, that would make sense. But yeah, this has got um, a bunch of like different stories in it of that. But it also has um, like newspaper clippings that have been um, like copied into it. It's got okay. Actual new- newspaper clippings on on different on different um, different sightings of different things. It's it's really it's got some really like I said I don't even remember where it came came about. It just showed up one day at my house. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Some of the best books are usually like that, though. This one's really weird. I once, I, when I was cleaning one time, I found, went up founding a science book written by H.G. Wells. But yeah, I don't know where I got it, but it was just randomly on my bookshelf one day. But yeah, th- this was compiled by Unidentified Flying Objects Research Committee of Akron, Ohio. And we were talking. We were just talking about this before, but was this all of? O- was this just in Ohio, or was this just sightings in general? It was sightings. Uh, well, it was of for- sightings um, by the American United Airlines pilots. Okay, so, so it is all over the United States. It wasn't it. specifically that one location. But I, like this one right here, um, the report. He was on a flight from New um, Newark. New Jersey to Detroit, Michigan. When he's when this when he's seeing this, yeah, this sighting. But there's a bunch of them that's over was over Ohio. Like um, this one is in northern Ohio. The evening of February twenty fourth, 
was crisp and cold, the sky clear, and visibility perfect. In Akron and nearby Cuyahoga Falls, the chance observation of three star-like objects moving across the sky was made by several persons. This was a prelude to the eventual unfolding of related series of events. Hence, we have Bigfoot in the in the uh, falls areas now. Yeah, I can in the falls. I don't see where there would be a place for a Sasquatch to hide. Well, the Kaga Valley National Park is huge. It goes from the falls to Cleveland. It's the well, and you just you just said specifically the falls. That's what I'm thinking. Just well, no, like it's, you know, well, not necessarily the national park. The national park is thirty three thousand miles, like square or whatever it is. It's it's huge. Yeah, the national park is the national park in general. Yeah, I could see that happening. But then you have all the other stuff that's connected to it that makes it even bigger. Where did you say the February 24th one happened at? In Akron and nearby Cuyahoga Falls. Okay. I'm looking at this other list that we found. And it's from Nightcap of 1959 uh, UFO sightings. Only it's, it's organized, but not as organized as what you have. And I was seeing if I could find that same sighting on this list, but I can't find anything closer to us than Mansfield or Cincinnati on just this one page. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see any. There was a Toledo, Cincy, uh, Mansfield, but there was no like Acre or Cleveland. Yeah, and the ones that they does have on here, like in Dayton, all say it's a meteor shower. Here's another one between eight and eight thirty p.m. on this evening which is February 24th, 1959. In Akron, Ohio couple sighted a strange bright reddish-orange object with a flickering yellow light on the top. It hovered momentarily and then moved away towards the north. Its out- outline was sharp except for the top, which was hazy. The weather was clear and the object was observed for about 20 minutes. And then that's when it gets the next one where it's talking about Akron and Cuyahoga Falls. Okay. Because this is the same day, and this goes from 6.30 a.m. to 9.20 p.m. Um, so I just found an article about that specific sighting. Only this sighting occurred in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. What's the chances of it going from here to there? It states that three glowing objects were recorded were reported by several airline crews on February the twenty fourth, nineteen fifty nine, and is one of the most thoroughly investigated on record. Uh, but it says the Akron UFO Research Committee uh, cooperated in the investigation and added details. But this is this is the same flight. New work to Detroit. Captain Killian. Yep. It said they were observed by the crews of two other planes flying much further to the south, as well as the tower operators in Pittsburgh. I have that story in here, too. I have... I have with Killian. Um, apparently, however, the UFOs were seen to the south, but Bradford, Pennsylvania, was to the north of the uh, airline's flight plan. So they were going one direction, and the sighting of the UFOs were in the completely other direction that they were saying it was. And then it says the American Airlines crews checked with the air traffic control and were told that there were no that no three aircraft were in the area. And after landing, they were told that no jet refueling tankers were in the area either, and they were apparently attempting to land and refuel. At the time of seeing this. Yeah, this is this. I'm flipping through the book I have right now. And it's talking a lot about Killian and, and his his uh, sighting. But yeah, I was looking at this. I, I looked this up and then that that's what got me the, the NICAP, the N-I-C-A-P, which took me to a listing of a bunch of different, um, took me to Blue Book, which took me to, let's see, that also took me to a, like I said, I jumped into a deep hole. But that took me into, what would we say, Cufon? C-U-F-O-N? Yeah, I can't find that, but I'm going to go with you on that. Well, that was, <laughs> well, see, the funny part is I tried and tried and tried to print this. I tried to print it three different ways and it won't let me print it, which is strange. 
but it's an inspector general's brief operations and training ufo serious business and then it talks about like um the phenomena of, of ufos um Phenomena and actual objects comprising UFOs will tend to increase. With the public more aware of goings on in space, but still inclined to some apprehension, technical and defense considerations will continue to exist in this era. Published about three months ago, and this it was published uh, December 24th, 1959. I, I just was, I was actually finally able to bring the website up. Um, and I, I see the cover of the I, the document, too. Responsibilities for handling UFOs should rest with either intelligence, operate operations, and the Marshal and the Information Office. I looked up this stuff, and this also down here is talking about what the required is that every UFO sighting be investigated and reported to the Air Tactical Intelligence Center at Wright Pat. AFB, which is funny because when my grandfather was in the military and we would ask about um, uh, Roswell, about what crashed there, and he always said that it went to Wright Pat. Whatever happened in Roswell didn't go to Area 51 or Groom Lake or whatever you want to call it. It all went to Wright Patterson, which that took me, that took me to the O. SAF information office which that jumped down another rabbit hole and that actually took me to the MOL which was the um, manned orbiting laboratory which is a program office in the Pentagon it was termed I found a memorandum it was termed in um, June 30th 1970 but the office was closed but from what it looked like the um, responsibilities just got shifted to something else or called something else which reading some of the stuff that the MOL did like the one memorandum was 12 pages I was reading and it was talking about like the nine nine things that they like the different steps and stuff that they were, were trying to like goals and the first one was talking about like writing the codes and then the last one was actually like launching it and showing it which looking at the time frame back then it almost striked me as Maybe, um, uh, like some kind of surveillance, like early drones or, um, satellites or something along that line. Yeah. Because I know this would be around the time when, you know, everybody went to space. So, this is, this is pretty, this is a pretty deep rabbit hole with all the different stuff. I just wish I could print some of these pages because it won't let me. Well, now that I've been, able to, I've been able to pull them up, hopefully maybe nothing else will be able to post them on Facebook so that we can, so that people listening can look at it also. Because now that, now that I'm actually getting to see the links that you found, I'm, I'm more interested in this also. It's, it may, like, a lot of this, like, I was reading through the one website that had, like, from, the oldest I found was 1860. All the way up until um, 2013 were all different, like, sightings from beings to lights to objects to anything. And a lot of them, it almost sounded like, uh, especially the ones from, what do we say, from like the mid-60s to maybe the mid-80s before it was declassified was was that one uh, bomber, the Triangle Bomber, which... um, some of the ones now, I'm kind of wondering if we're getting into the drones. That's like... Oh, yeah. Anymore. And especially with the novelty drones. Well, it's not even that. It's like, did you know that we had ocean drones? Like, we knew we had, like, surveillance drones, like, in the air, but and the ones that were dropping the bombs and stuff, the long-distance bombers. But did you know we had ocean drones? I know I didn't know we had ocean Sorry, drones. Excuse me. No, I know I, like I never heard of the ocean drones until it was reported that China came, you know, scooped one of ours up and took it home. I'm like, I didn't know that. I mean, it, it makes sense, but I didn't know that we had anything like that. Yeah. Cuz um oh, speaking of drones, it was in Russia. I saw this video. They're 
kid, their daughter, they were out in one of the, like, huge ocean, whatever, out that way. And she, they were just, the girl was just filming, because she could. Yeah. And they didn't see it till after they got home and looked at this. And I looked at the video, and it took me about three or four different times to see it. In the bottom right corner, it looked like maybe like a stingray or something like that. It was a triangle. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, ocean, it does happen. But then you look again, and you see a red blinking light. And looking at it, it's like, okay, it's not called, like, the the water was heavily choppy, but what was under the water wasn't causing any waves or any friction. It didn't cause anything. Nobody noticed that it actually happened until they saw the video. I'm like, that is creepy. Was that a, was that a drone? Was that a, sur- a surveillance drone? No. It was, it was where. When was this from? Um, within the past, say, two weeks in um, okay. Russia. It was really, 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 really recent. Maybe even less than that. They videotaped it. And you could see it. It's it's like a, a light gray triangle. Which you would have thought was a stingray or something along that lines. But then when the light, the red light, the bot, like, kind of like the back end of it, start flashing, you're like, yeah, that's no stingray. It made me wonder, okay, now that we know that we have underwater drones, was that a drone? Was that a surveillance drone? Yeah. Nobody else out there but them on a boat. The problem with a lot of these sightings is, this is the same thing that we can claim about things from back in the 40s and the 50s, that, you know, well, we don't know what this is now, but it could be a drone. It's like, well, heck, it could have been a drone before. We just didn't know what drones were. Right, right. And they see, and that's the whole thing. When people think of UFOs, they automatically think aliens. It's not. It's 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 unidentified object. It can be anywhere. You know, it could be one of ours. It could be Russia, which I highly doubt it, because it might be more steam-powered. Rust bucket falling out of the sky. <laughs> you don't know. You know, I mean, you don't know. It could be... It could be... Ch- I mean... China, you know, their their stuff is, is highly, highly advanced. I mean, shoot, they're probably going to make it to Mars before we do, you know? Yeah. It's, it's you don't know. It's like everyone always thinks, you know, it's, it's aliens. It's not necessarily aliens. It's not necessarily Bigfoot. It doesn't have to be. But yeah, this, this, um one memorandum that I found for the MOL I thought was kind of kind of odd and interesting and funny at the same time it was in when I clicked on the link it was Spanish and like it was all in Spanish and then it was talking about a university and then it had this it made no sense to why this document was where it was at all huh but yeah oh there it is looking at some of the other ones but yeah, killing. Yeah, you just got me down on another, on my own rabbit hole. I found Project Blue Book. Blue Book is right there too. I want to get I want to get a copy of Blue Book, Paperclip, and Grunge if I can. I would like oh. to get copies of them. I just don't. Okay, so um, the specific dates we're looking for, um, is not covered by this. Uh, book twenty goes to nineteen fifty August nineteen fifty four. And then it jumps from 20 to 60-something, which is uh, in 1968. And the Blue Book was canceled. Yeah. And then that became, did that become Paperclip or did that become Grunge after that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure the code name that is surprising. Well, while I'm looking this up, I know, um... I sent you that link for that video for the alien. Yeah, that, well, that is so fake. But I mean, I automatically thought it was fake as soon as I saw it. But what got me is the message that it, that it was saying. You know how like we're gonna basically wipe everything off the face of the earth. You know, nuclear war. But if you look at it, you know they were talking about how we're. Um, and then, of course, we'll have all this, we'll attempt to have all these links available because I have like six of them on my, on my computer up already. But they were talking about how, um, uh, it was politics and religion that se- like separated us, which caused a nuclear war, which if you kind of think on it, that's kind of like what's going on right now. You've got people fighting people because they don't agree with what they 
you know, they don't agree to disagree. They all, you know, they don't, you don't believe the same thing as me. I'm going to kill you. Um, I think it kind of makes sense, but it's kind of crappy too. Okay. Yeah. This, this video you found, I could tell me it's just uh, outside. It's definitely, it's just a movie somebody made. I mean, I, I could tell it was fake, but it, it still seemed, you know, the, the, the message is what had me thinking. Just kind of what, what's going on right now. Yeah, I'm not, in fact, I'm gonna, I don't want to crack the computer again. But it definitely, whoever wrote this film, I thank you because it's really good work. <laughs> But yeah, it's it. The veil is basically telling about how this one, this alien is not an alien from alien from outside of Earth. It's an alien from Earth's future, and it was almost going along the uh, forty-four hundred line. I think I saw that one, but I did find yeah, it, I did look up Project Blue Book. You saw that date? Mm-hmm. Project. It was the third study of its kind. The first two was signed in 1947, Grunge at 49. Um, this was termed, the termination order was given for the study in December 69, and all activity under, it ceased since um, 1970. So this stuff, Blue Book went on for a long time. Yeah. If Grunge ended at 49 and Blue Book took over, Blue Book was around for a while. Okay, so Grunge was the original for that. It was Sign Grudge um, in Blue Book. Although I swear okay. there was a was one that was Paperclip. Or Paperclip is just a different that people have um, noted by. Mm-hmm. Ah, I found Paperclip. Yeah, I just, I did too. Um, it's different or a different project. OSS. Strategics. Uh, the service, yep, program which more than uh, 1,500 Germans. Yep, that's what it is. This is the this is the project of um, after World War II when they um, uh, had all the uh, scientists from Germany and they brought them over here. Okay. So think on it. 45 is when, when its project Paperclip started. When did we start to have more and more, you know, the UFOs? Like, this one right here is forty or fifty nine. So, what are the chances that a lot of this stuff was stuff that the the Germans were working on? I know they were working on a lot of different stuff that just kind of nobody knows about. Yeah, and it, there's still I'm pretty sure there's still or that we they were part of that project that we just weren't aware of. Oh, I'm I'm sure that's where a lot of of. Our science exploded because of this. I mean, for all we know, we have a base on on the moon. That would be kind of interesting. But yeah, that that's that's interesting where where we get this one. This is going to be another rabbit hole we need to jump into. Yeah, basically... this is going to be something. This is going to be something we need to sit down and it's like, okay, this year, just what happened in this year. <laughs> I'm trying to even find an ending, an end date on on this. Like his paper. Oh, uh, which one? On paperclip. I'm wondering if it's still going on because it's. Um. Okay. No, that was afterwards. Now, see. Now I'm looking at um, Wikipedia, so none of it's probably accurate at all. Um. Somewhat, but it's it, it's a good place to get names and, and dates and stuff, and then look that up. Um. Well, according to this, um, even into the '90s. Uh, the operation was still going on. Which, so, let's say, yeah. at that point, we're getting into the drone technology. Exactly. I mean, how many satellites did we put up in the 90s? Oh, yeah, and now that was when it really got big. Uh-huh. Well, you heard about, you heard what the next step in satellites that they're getting ready to put up. No. Okay, you know how the satellites go around, um, basically around the equator? Yeah. They won't put a sets up that go from the poles. We have nothing that goes around that way, around the poles. Basically, north south. Okay. We don't have anything that goes yeah. like that. Everything is, you know, east west, west east, or however, whichever direction. 
They don't go the other way. They don't go no, vertical. That's okay. Which that, of course, you know, earlier in a couple of our earlier episodes that that we dove down into, you know, the Black Knight satellite because that should be up there, and it is. You know, we've known about it for how long, and that's like what we have a second moon, and no one knew about it. Like nobody said anything about it till pretty recent too. Exactly. I think a lot of it. I think if, if we do go boom, I don't think anybody would say anything until it's like. We all look up, oh, pretty, oops. <laughs> I don't think, I think we're going to be like the dinosaurs and be like, huh, come on, there's flat, there's there go. go. There was that. Uh, good to know. What? <laughs> What'd you find? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Say that's what it's going to be like. It's gonna be, oh, well, I guess there's that. Oh, good to know now. But yeah, like I said, that one website I found, forgive me, everybody, I literally, I have way too many buttons up. That's the... This is the one you were talking about, the blue book listings from just 59. It was like 12 pages. Yes. I find, I was looking at this. I find it interesting how some of it says there was photos and some of it is military and not, but the stuff that's marked, like scratched out, I'm curious. Well, this one was an airline. There's several of them on there that are airlines. I'm wondering if the one that's crossed out that says over Pennsylvania, it says AM United, which would probably be America. Uh, what American United Airplanes? I'm wondering if that's not Killian for that day. It's uh, February. But yeah, these these are just they're all over. Oh, here's another one from Ohio. It's in March. There's a bunch. So of- I've completely lost that link. There, never mind. <laughs> but I just I just like lost like all the links that I had open. They've got stuff here that's newspaper clippings, like news clippings. Yeah, and this is in this book. In the book, yeah, this is in the uh, twelve pages from the blue book for, for okay, uh, just from um, nineteen fifty nine. But there was um, it's like looking at this; it's all over the place. Like it's all over the. It's not just the states; it's all over the world. There's several that's all over the world. Several in China was on radar. Oh, some Italy. Now, see, that's that's the interesting one because whenever we're saying you know this is an unknown object. You know, we automatically assume it's from a foreign country for us. But then when they have the exact same thing happen across seas. I think it's us. I think a lot of what we see here is us. And we kind of, we've kind of saw that um, last year. You remember um, California, how everybody freaked out when they saw this, like, light with its tail it was at night and it, they saw it from um san francisco all the way to las vegas yeah and it was like ufo ufo and everybody's freaking out and then you find out that it was a um a trident three rocket a nuclear rocket that didn't it wasn't armed but they were just testing it i'm like yeah, you guys are because it was shot out of the ocean in one of our oh, not the boats. What's the other one? Submarines. It was from one of our nuclear submarines. You know, so far off of California, they shot it up out across. You know how many states? Everybody yeah. saw it. Everybody freaked out. I'm looking at this and I'm like, holy crap! How like how how many decades was? involved in learning like to do that i mean we know that we shot that up to to show north korea uh yeah you guys can shoot your little rockets and they can go splash a few feet away but look at us we can shoot it from over here and it could go splat on you but then it did it as they did like a couple days later during the day i know that because some of the podcasts i listened to they were talking about um how they heard a couple big bangs and they're uh car alarms started going off but they didn't see it. I, I remember that yeah that was september august september of 2015 and then again they were similar one over florida and everyone's like ufo ufo i'm like dude that's a freaking trident missile because it, if you look at it it goes real bright has a really long tail and then it almost like has like a booster in it and then it changes color and then it just goes again so it's like white and it goes to purple and then it just shoots like, it was, I saw this. I mean, this this had to have a mile or more long tail. Like, this rocket was unreal. So that, you know, we're getting back to all the other stuff that we're reading here. And then we're, we're talking about, you know, like, 
the fake alien movie, but it had really good message. It's all the same thing. Because, I mean, it wouldn't take much for nuclear war to go blow everybody up. Exactly. I mean, we're kind of lucky that the the dude from North uh, Korea is kind of an idiot. But I think we still have Russia to kind of think about. We have China to kind of think about. We have the entire world to think about. Well, duh, because we're the little bit, we're the, we, I see us as the little big brothers. We're the, we're, you know, we're just the babies. But whenever there's issues in the, in the world, we're always going to be there to fix it. I think that that's going to eventually get us into trouble. I think, I think that that's going to get us in trouble, which would make sense why most likely we have drones all over the freaking place. I know there was, um, what was it? Was it Lockheed? Working on, they got the commission to do, uh, like, blimp drones, where they could just go up and stay. They don't have to, like, be checked on. They could stay up there for months at a time. I hadn't heard anything about that one, so I'm not sure. I heard that one a few years ago. I don't know if it actually went through or not. And I know within the past year, there was another one. They got the go to, to make a new drone, which I find funny, because they get to they get the okay, but then they show pictures of this like thirty foot drone. It's a, a it's just an example of this, you know, a tester. And I'm like, you guys had the the green light probably years ago. You spent developed it. Now it's developed, and now it's going to be declassified. Yeah, they showed it. It was a it was a wedged shaped drone. This thing was like thirty feet long. I mean, wide. It was a big drone oh wow like i mean it might not have been 30 feet i mean it was huge it was huge makes you kind of wonder but although talking about all that and there's surveillance and stuff did i didn't i didn't jump into this rabbit hole because i know i have a habit of reading this kind of stuff when i'm at work but i guess australia because you've heard the whole thing of people getting um uh oh what is it they're all getting um like microchipped, but did you hear Australia starting it already? No, I don't know how true it was, but the one story I read was they were talking about how they were starting to microchip people down there. I ain't getting microchipped. They already ch- they already follow us with everything we do. I've already like what pissed off some men in black, so they screw up my rig. But to be microchipped, you got to be careful if you got to get a, if you got to get a filling in. I'm not feeling it's a crown because I decided that I wanted, okay. to, I wanted to completely shear it off. It should not have ever happened. And I had a hole in my face for a week. But yeah, I'm going to have to dig more and more into this. I have a list of names and offices and stuff that I want to look into more. Like I was saying, a lot of this, it kind of strikes me. You know, this is from the back in the 50s, 60s. A lot of this reminds me of early early drones with some of the stuff that, that they were talking about. Yeah, it's it's always an unidentified flying object until suddenly we have identified it, but we don't usually identify it until we have some scientific backing to explain what it is. Well, and unfortunately, I, I think that's a lot of our lot of the problem right here. Well, I think a lot of it is military. It's us. And by the time it gets declassified, it's getting ready to be decommissioned. Because that's what they did with the bomber. The bomber was, you know, they had used it for how long? Two, three decades at least. And then when they decommissioned it, though declassified, they decommissioned it like two years later. So I think a lot of these weird, odd sightings, I think a lot of it is is experimental drones. If it was, they would kind of explain why some of the maneuvers and stuff that it could do now, if it has nobody in it, it doesn't really matter. It's just like, you know, it could do crazy things if the machine could handle it. Yeah. It could pull the crazy G's, the crazy stuff. If that's what, you know, the pilot is able to do it and it's able to, you know, be able to, to do it without breaking up. But I mean, there's also another chance too that on top of all that, we do have aliens. And of course, get into that rabbit hole if we do have aliens then that would explain why we don't um they're not gonna say we have they're not here you know they're not gonna tell us because you know we're too busy killing each other over the way we look the way we talk or what we you know 
believe in or, you know, whoever we, I don't know, when it comes to religion, whoever we, you know, whatever we believe in. So, of course, well, that's it. well at this point, if they're around here, at this, you know, screw observing, just leave the idiots to themselves. Oh, I, you know, that would, I would not be surprised if that's what they're doing. Like, well, I'll just, I'll just let the stupid humans kill themselves and let them wipe themselves off. Then I'll just take the planet. I mean, that's all we're doing is killing, we're killing each other. We're killing everything else. I mean, how many wild animals are looking, they're looking at to be going extinct within the next handful of years? Yeah. You know, if it's not killing for sport, it's killing for greed. You know, we're killing our, our each other over stupid stuff. We're killing ourselves with the food. And if we try to be healthy, but it's still, it's, it's bad for you because of what's in it. No, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, we're screwed no matter what we do. You know, it's, it's sad that our life expectancies, it's like our grandparents, they were the ones that were able to make it nineties and older. And it seems like our parents' generation and under there, it's not, I don't yeah. see very many millenniums anymore at all now everybody's got i what how many health issues and i've lost most of my family within the past handful of years and they weren't very old and it was all the cancer this yeah it is it's it's really crazy because if you look at the 90s you know and the whole big thing was you know on pop culture there's aliens they're gonna get us and then it's like now it's like It'd be nice if aliens would come down and help at this point because we're just screwed. Mm-hmm. The, you know, they couldn't do anything worse at this point. And what are the chances that, like, um, on uh, Mars and on Earth, how supposedly there's evidence of, of life that was up there, um, humanoids and all that. The, that was another one I listened to. They were talking about you know, when it comes to ancient humans, we don't give our own our own kind any kind of credit. You know, it's like they think, oh, um, this only came, you know this this culture it came out of nowhere, and then they, they did all this, but no one ever thinks that maybe something was already there, and they just kind of built on it. But if you if you if you hide and and you know erase what was previous it's gonna look like this started here even though it could have started 1500 years before you took over exactly so what's the chances well and that's what that, that's what humans are good for to begin with is to, is we take we take what other civilizations have already created that's what you know that's how america was created Castoffs. exactly but what are the chances that humans could fly there was planes for the wright brothers you know you don't know there's a possibility that there was somebody that could do it before it was just the technology got erased there's there is definitely before the wright brothers there was a long long list of people who attempted it who attempted to fly though but who what was before them what are the chances well that's that that's it i think i don't remember what the earliest one was i just uh helped a student with a paper about the history of aviation and I don't remember where it started but it was going back into like the 14th 15th century well I know Michelangelo had stuff like that um Copernicus you know him he did wasn't it him and Icarus yeah well and it was it was before him too I believe well, like it, it 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 I mean it was based a lot of it was just theory but the theory, you know, it, it it just as time went on, it just got added. You know, this theory doesn't work, and this theory doesn't work. But if we combine the theories, this might kind of work. Well, because I know that's what they think a lot of the NASCAR lines are, and then Peru, a lot of you know, a lot of the stuff looks like runway. And I know somewhere around there they found these little gold little trinkets that look like a plane so they made like bigger versions and it flew so what if this little piece is just you know like 
just a little thing, but they could have bigger versions of it that actually flew. We know hot air balloons could fly. What are the chances that a lot of it is um, Atlanteans? You know, people travel, people, we already know that way before that they traded. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it, it makes you wonder if, because I know we've talked about this before, like if we had what we had now and something happened and it washed it all, you know, washed it all away, what would we know in a hundred years, a thousand years, two thousand years? We would be starting over. We wouldn't know what any of this stuff is. No. But know how any of it works. Some of the stuff that we're finding that is 2,000 years old or so, we're looking to be like, this does work. You know, like the one they found was a computer. It worked. So it's, it's, <laughs> it makes you wonder if, if what could, you know, how many times has us as humans been re, you know, started over? Yeah. We're in infancy. We're, you know, we're starting over. I mean, we've even just a handful of generations. You go to a sixty-year-old now. Are they going to know what AOL is? They're not. Gonna if know. they do, if they do, it's going to be those weird discs that mom kept in a box in the attic because one day she would be able to use them for something. Exactly. They don't know what AOL is. They don't know what the dial-up tone is. Are they going to know what a, a rotary phone is? A typewriter? I have a typewriter at my work, and not very many of them know how to use it. Well, my. No, yeah, my parents still do have ro- have rotary phones at their house. They don't have a landline anymore, but they still have plenty of rotary phones. It's like how many of them would know how to use it? Not many. Oh, well, about te- about fifteen about fifteen years or so ago, one of my sister's friends came over after school and didn't know how to use the phone. So I mean that right there, you know, and that was in the you know early two thousands. So if you think it was in 2030, if anybody even remembers how to use a phone that doesn't have buttons. Exactly. Everybody's gonna, it's all going to be, you know, hey, Siri, do this, do that, do this. Oh, don't don't tell me that. I can't even get Siri to do what I want it to do now. <laughs> Ken likes to cuss his out. Well, without using the bad words, he likes to cuss it out. <laughs> give it an answer. And there was time. Oh, he asked if it was a slut. And I swear it came back and said, you're the slut. <laughs> but it said, it, it didn't, it said something about it didn't know what it was or couldn't find slut or something, something stupid. I'm like, did it just cuss you out? It <laughs> sounded like it cussed him out, but it, no, it did cuss him out. But yeah, I, like I said, I have, if you think this is a rabbit hole, Bert, I have a list. I started of, of other stuff that I want to dig in, but I have so many papers or, you know, tabs up on my computer right now. But like I said, I think a lot of this was surveillance and I'm sure a lot of it back, back then, then was probably like Russia. Oh Um, yeah. If you go back even further, it's a good chance that it was Russia, Germany, um, probably Japan, us, good chunk of it was probably us. Trying to figure out what they're doing. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious about some more of this. Yeah, this is going to take, you know, like a couple nights just to go through everything. Especially now that we keep finding more and more as we're looking. Oh, I know. And I'm, I'm, I'm liking looking at these, the memorandums and the briefings and the, you know, the different stuff that would be in a meetings that was declassified. It's, it's interesting. But it won't let me print them. I tried to print that one like three different times and I it won't print. So I don't know if I'm just going to have to like have it up and, it is, and type it. Yeah, it is not like it's something like, oh, there's characters in here that won't print right. And I got rid of all the hyperlinks. I got rid of pretty much all the junk and just kept the words. It still won't print. It could very well just be the printer, too. We got a brand new printer. Huh. My old one took a dump, so we had to get we got a new one. We got a new printer scanner. So no, it's not my printer. <laughs> I actually got a good printer. Now my computer is getting crappy, getting old, but but it's all good. Huh. Huh. History of uh, strategic and ballistic missile defense, volume two, nineteen fifty six to nineteen seventy two. Oh wow! USAF historical division. Liaison, Le- 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 I can't even pronounce that, whatever, office. Liaison. Thank you. January 65, Secret. Hmm. It's a book. <laughs> it's a book. 
Bart, we could actually buy a book. Huh. It has no reviews. Please write a review, Bart. Oh, this. Well, is now gonna... you now you've just got to find you've got to find the other editions of this book that you have currently one of. Oh, this is volume two. I just have to find volume one. Ha. Ha, 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 ha. Because we were just talking about this. Because we were just talking about the rockets and stuff. This is this is pre what they're working on now. This is pre uh, Trident. Oh, yeah, Bart. Here we go. Talk about NORAD. Operational Soviet ICBM launchers. 61 Soviet ICBM strengthened was assessed at a range of 10 to 25 launchers. It was expected that this force level would increase with the introduction of a new missile in the latter half of 62 to a level of 75 to 125 operational launchers in mid-63. Wow, that's a lot. Well, and this this is the Cold War. True, true. Oh, this has got some interesting stuff too. But yeah, this is this is the pre this is this is the pre where they're at right now with the nuclear. Tri- was it Trident? And I forget what the other one was. There's another one that's the same. It's another missile that I'm working on. I know the Trident three is the one that I saw. That it's it's insane. Have you saw? Have you seen that video? I believe I have. Yes. The uh, the white that turned to purple, and I think blue was in there too. Maybe. But yeah. Oh, Bart, this is another rabbit hole. I'm with the book. Oh, I can get the book. Oh, ebook. Now, this book is interesting, Bart. Talking about the missiles and stuff, which would make sense if they're testing missiles. You know, back in the '60s, then that would explain some of, some of the um, sightings and stuff that people saw back then. Yeah, they see like a ball of fire. You know, it went to it went so far and then just disappeared. Then that would kind of make sense if it was um, unarmed, but it just went to go for distance and you know see if they could control it, which would explain um, some of the MOL when they're talking about the the writing the codes and stuff. Then that would fall all in line with this. See, people, not all UFOs are aliens. Sorry. Not Bigfoot, not alien, military. Explains where the multi-billions of dollars go to. Well, I guess if you if you look at the number of unknown sightings, and then, you know, multiply it by a couple million dollars each, and you can sort of figure out where all the government funding is going. Well, the one I read, they closed three um, army bases and saved $3.4 billion or something like that. Huh. But yeah, I'm looking at this one right here, and they were talking about Russia. Russian long-range bombers could reach any targets in the U.S. and return to its bases in the U.S.S.R. if they were launched from the Kola or the can't pronounce that one peninsulas. The polar routes illustrated are the shortest. Huh. Wow. And it looks like. Somewhere in Texas was a target, and it looks like huh, it looks like Niagara Falls was a target. Huh. And there was other targets. Let's see. Um, that Cuba looks like a couple of them are in um the Caribbean. Two of them. Two of them are in the Caribbean, and one is Texas, and one is Niagara Falls. That's kind of interesting. But yes, people, this is all old news. You can look it up. I did. <laughs> I looked it all up, and it's kind of interesting. One of the good things about books. Uh huh. Well, yeah. it looks like all the one, all, everything that we've found that we've been talking about, I've got saved on my, I've got saved here. So I will post it on the Facebook page uh, this week when we post the episode. Sounds good, but yeah, it. I don't even know. Like looking at some of this and comparing it to some of the other stuff, I think a lot of this is it's military, military testing. But of course, they're not going to tell anybody they're testing. No. You don't want to show no. your, your whole deck of cards, you know, your entire hand until it's time. But the ones, the only the only stories that have me kind of wondering are the ones that are like, you know, 1860. You know, were they were they drinking a little too much? Yeah, I, I actually, saw, and that goes back really far. I had several that was, I the oldest I had that went back to 1860. Okay, yeah, that looks like the same that I've got here. I don't have anything... They don't have many 1800s, but still, 1860, you know, unless it's a DeLorean coming in and they missed their and they missed their hiding spots. I think that was um, one they saw them in uh, tight clothes. And you, anyone knows the Victorian era, they did not wear tight clothes. No. Spandex. 
did not exist. People were not wearing spandex. So, it, like I said, it kind of makes you wonder in some of the older ones. I mean, that's like the old Bigfoot stories. It makes you wonder. Yeah. All right. I know it's getting late for you, and it's getting late for me. I'm a big baby, and I would like to go to sleep. <laughs> and we have more rabbit holes, and I'm going to probably spend the next several days digging up more of this information. Yeah, we, we the next couple episodes, we might have more on these topics as we, you know, dig even deeper. And then again, if you're listening, please give us a message and let us know you actually are listening. Yes, and thank you. I've, we've noticed over the last couple months... Um, even when we haven't been able to record, we've been getting a lot uh, more newer listeners as well. Right. People are actually enjoying what we're saying. And for all of you, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for continuing to listen. Um, checking out the older episodes that we've put up uh, for our new listeners. Uh, welcome. Uh, if this is your first episode... Go ahead and check out the other eight episodes. They're just as good. And if you have a topic, let us know. It's a new year. Yes, please. We just start fresh, and you and I have already are going to just attempt to record more often. Yeah, that with with sickness and on both our end and our computers' ends. And just things going on during the holiday season, it was it, we've had a lot of trouble getting you know back on track with recording. But hopefully, here with the new year, we'll have more episodes coming on a somewhat regular basis. Yes, we're gonna attempt to do a regular basis. We're going to try. We promise. <laughs> but you can't. You can find us on Facebook uh, at Tales from the Darkness. And um, we are also part of the Weeby Geeks Network and the Tangent Bound Network. I guess, Bart, I will catch up with you later. I'm gonna Next time I see you, I'll bring my monster stack of books I've been collecting, and we'll get together and get a game plan for this year. We'll make our report. Yes, we're, <laughs> go, we're going to make a report. So I will see you later, Bart. Okay, I will see you later. Bye. Bye. Guys.